Welcome to the She's the Owner podcast, a podcast where we talk about business, relationships, mindset, and even sex. We go deep on how the masculine and feminine can show up in all areas in life and how to make those energies work for you rather than against you. So grab a coffee and buckle up. This is the She's the Owner podcast. Hey guys, as always, we appreciate a five-star review if this podcast has brought you some insight or giggles or whatever in between. Either way, we'd love to hear from you. Now let's get to the show. Hey everybody, the owner podcast. I'm your host, Karen McCarran. Welcome to the show. Um, so today, you know, I, there's a couple things I want to talk about. One of the things, um, and this is really an ask of my community, if you've got a podcast, um, I'm curious to know how do you without paying for it, what are some ways that you increase your reach for your podcast? Um, and if you are a listener, obviously sharing it is one of those ways. So if there's content on here that you're finding dull or boring, or you're not getting anything from, let me know. So I can start creating content that you want to share. I feel like it's important because it's the things that I needed to hear and continue need to need to hear, um, as a businesswoman and a mother and a woman and all the things, but like, I would love to know what your take is on it. If you need something extra to make you think, holy shit, I better share this. Okay. So if you're watching this, you'll see the visual, but I'm currently reading, um, the book called the richest man in man in Babylon. It's the original edition. And I think that there's a bunch of them floating around. This one's by George S. Clay Classen. And it was published first in 1926 as separate pamphlets by George S. George S. Classen. So I was told that this is the one to read, not the new newer versions of it. And I love it. First of all, I love this book. I love that it's bite-sized. I'm, I'm almost through it. I'm taking my time with it because I'm finding that as I'm reading it, there's a lot of moments where I'm like, holy shit. And it just needs to sit and kind of settle in me before I move on to the next thing. So basically it's a, a couple of little stories or fables or whatever you want to call them. And it talks about really money psychology and the way that we think about money. And it's yes, it's richest man in Babylon, but like, you know, let's cut the 1926 or some slack, you know, it is what it is. It's how it was. Um, women just, we were not in, we weren't thinking in the same way that we think now. So one of the things that I, so far that I'm finding the most interesting about this book is the, and, and I know, you know, we talk about Tony Robbins a lot. We talk about Byron Katie and Joe Dispenza and uh, I'm actually starting to consume a bit more of Grant Cardone and Elena Cardone's, Cardone's content. But, you know, there's always this conversation around the thermostat around your money or the way that you make money. And this book might be where a lot of these teachers read it or heard it or learned about it or started to learn about it. But it's about raising the bar for what you think you deserve. and that really comes down to your thermostat internally, right? So your thermostat, you can have a thermostat for your, what you, what you deem okay as treatment from another human, a spouse, girlfriend, boyfriend, whatever your thermostat and how much money you're going to make your thermostat and what weight you are. Like I'm currently working to reset my internal thermostat on the weight for my body. And, and it's not easy, 
Like I'm, I'm going to say that. And I like, you know, me, I, I like to be real about everything. Like none of this stuff is, it's easy in its, its concept, but it's challenging in its, um, execution. And here's kind of what I mean. Like when it comes to money, I've, you know, last year, as you know, I had a really shit year in terms of like, just how I felt about things and where things were going for me. And, you know, I was in a business that I wasn't loving anymore. I loved the coaching aspect, but I really, really didn't love the business side of it. Um, financially, I was like, hey, I need to make money in different ways. I can't just make it in this one or two ways. Uh, my relationship, you know, even though my marriage had ended a while back, last year really for me was just the acceptance of it, even though it was something I wanted and something um, that was the best thing for everyone involved, it was still a, you know, I had to really consume the fact that, okay, like it's actually really over. And so all these things Kate brought me to this place of where I had to raise the bar. I had to raise my financial bar, my body bar, my, like my weight bar, all of these things and, and, you know, adjust my thermostat accordingly. And so when I'm reading this, richest man in Babylon book. That's one of the things he talks about. And I, and I actually think I posted it on my Instagram account. If you're not following me, go to uh, love soldier army at on Instagram, but, and I'm trying to find where it is in the book where I read it. Um, okay. I actually found it. So it, it's, this is the quote. It says, confuse not thy necessary expenses with thy desires. Each of you together with your good families have more desires than you earn, than your earnings can gratify. Therefore are thy earnings spent to gratify these desires in so far as they will, will go. Still thou retainest many ungrateful desires and gratified desires. So really like <laughs> I'm just reading this one more thing here. So really what this is saying to me, and this is, this is what I want you to really like come away with is the fact that like, whatever you say you need, you tend to get. So jot that one down, whatever you say you need, you tend to get. So another, another way to say that is, just like this, I mean, this, the book is obviously written for Babylonian times, um, for the purpose of the story, but essentially what, what it's saying to me is I have to be cognizant of what I say I want, because what I say I want, I will get. So if I'm saying, I don't need this, I don't need, like how many of you be honest right now, like really be honest with yourselves. How many of you have said, I don't need that. I don't need that. I don't need the big house. I don't need fancy cars. I don't need five-star vacations. And guess what? You're getting what you fucking need, what you've said you've needed. And so if you, I, I say this all the time, people say they don't need that shit because they don't know how they're going to get it. And so instead of feeling disappointed and in, in the not getting, they just don't say they need it. No. Do you need it to live? Fuck no, of course not. But if you're saying constantly, I don't need it, your brain goes, okay, she doesn't need it. And so she's not getting it. And that's, and I really want you to understand that because if you're sitting there saying, I don't need your, that's a command to the universe. That's a command to your subconscious, first of all. And then that's a command to God or command to universe, command to spirit, infinite intelligence, whatever you, whatever you refer to it as. So if you're being honest, Write down a list of all the things you've said in the past that you don't need. 
Because I guess, guarantee you don't fucking have it. Right? So it's like, okay, if I'm sitting here and I'm saying I don't need those things, then I'm going to get what, I, what I'm saying I require. So all of a sudden, if you start to, to switch that to a different conversation altogether and you start to raise the bar of what you desire, my coach, um, like the program that I was in last year, Manifestation Babe, she said, what you desire, you deserve. Write it down, ladies. What you desire, you deserve. Holy shit. So we have this idea that, well, I don't deserve it. I shouldn't have it. I can't raise the thermostat because that makes me a greedy bitch. Or how many times have you said that makes me materialistic? All this nonsense. It's it's all bullshit. Like if you just looked at the whole entire life and looked at it like the game that it is, like look at it like the game that it is. Why, why does so-and-so deserve to have her wildest dreams played out and you don't? Who made that rule up? And if you're sitting there thinking, oh, like I work part-time and I make a decent living. I have a couple of ways that I make money. And as things progress, like, you know, obviously when I start real estate, my time is not going to be as fluid, but maybe it will be, depends on how I play it that out. But why would, so if I make, you know, let's call it three, $400,000 a year working 20 hours a week and you're mad about it, don't be mad at me about it. Be mad at you about it. Like that's how I, I've heard that recently as well, where I'm like, why are we mad at the person who's doing it? Why are we not fucking mad at ourselves for thinking we can't? Why are we not angry with our, and anger is stupid. Like what, what's the point of feeling anger? But that's what you feel in those moments when you're looking at influencers, et cetera, online. And you're like, oh, why the fucking she? Well, well, instead of getting mad at her, turn that shit around and look at yourself and think, well, okay, who am I really pissed at here? Am I pissed at her because she's making a whole ton of money and she works part-time? No. I'm angry with myself because I've, I've created these limiting beliefs in my, and I've lowered my thermostat. I've gotten myself to a place where I'm accepting 60,000, 40,000, 50,000 a year doing a job I friggin' hate for people who don't appreciate me. And that's not always the case, but if you're, if you're in a job right now where your, your income isn't matching the kind of life you want to live, that's not the boss's fault. That's not even like, that's not even your client's fault. If you're self-employed, that's your fault. That's you not raising the bar. It's not, they can't afford me. Find clients who can, right? Like we have to stop bullshitting ourselves altogether in this whole idea that it's someone else's problem or fault. If I raise my frequency and I raise my thermostat and I say this year, I'm going to bring in for myself above and beyond, I'm going to bring in $300,000 and I keep having that loop versus if I said I'm bringing in $100,000, I'm going to raise my frequency to meet the 300K. That's just how it goes. So if you're upset about it, don't blame the people that are doing it. Look at yourself and say, holy crap, beautiful opportunity. I have a great opportunity here to look at my own behavior. I have a great opportunity to look at, like, do you know how much time people waste looking outside of themselves for the reason their life looks the way it does? Like most people waste their entire life like that. You're not one of those people. I'm not one of those people. 
you're you're for sure not if you're listening to this podcast you know there's more you know it's on you to get it so you're for sure not wasting time but if you are by some chance still looking out there at somebody else's life and saying it's their fucking fault that i'm not living the life of my dreams sister here's your wake-up call the only person and i mean the only person who is responsible to create the life of their dreams is you it's me it has nothing to do with those women i know influencers who are making multi-million dollars just being themselves do I need to get mad at it? No. Do I need to look at myself and say, well, shit, if they can do it, I can do it. Yeah. Raise your thermostat. So here are the ways that you raise your thermostat. And it's, again, you know, it, it, it might sound like a broken record, but we go back, we go back and back and back. I go back to the basics, the basics visualization. If I want a life different than the life I'm leading in terms of maybe I want more travel, maybe I want more clothing that is higher energy or higher quality. Maybe I want to eat a higher quality food. Maybe I want to go on better trips. Maybe I want a better car. Maybe I want a more intense and, and passion filled intimate relationship with my partner. The visualization for me, and I'm sure for many of you is the strongest anchor there is. So spend time visualizing. If there are any meditations, I've got meditations. I'm happy to share them. I've got an abundance meditation um, that I can that I can send you for free. I've got um, a six-figure self meditation that I can send you for free. Ask for it. I'm saying to you right now, if you want it, ask me for it. It will help you in your visualization. And if nobody asks me for it, then I'm calling bullshit on anyone listening to this because that you don't really want to figure it out. And I want you to figure it out because the happier you are, the happier your family is, the happier your spouse, your friends. And then it starts to bleed into the world. And then guess what? All of a sudden, everyone's living this beautiful life and things change because, you know, ultimately, that's my goal. I want the whole world to do what they want to do and be happy about it. Like, is that going to happen probably in my lifetime? No. But can we make it so there's more happiness. Yeah. But that starts with your internal conversation. So if you want the meditation, ask me, I'm happy to share it. Number two, when you, can you guess what I'm going to say? Journaling, you've got to write it down every single day. I have been wickedly inconsistent with my, my writing. And I'm day on day two today of my 30 day challenge. I'm going to post it online again. I'm going to post, maybe if you want to do the challenge with me, giddy up, let's go. You can start at any time. Just do 30 days in a row of journaling, of visualization, of gratitude, you know, all of those things. But the, the way that you raise it is you first declare that your thermostat is too low, whatever the thermostat is in charge of, whether it's again, your body, your money, your whatever. Did, just say it. It's too low. I want to raise the bar. I want to raise the vibration. Cool. Okay. So number one, what start to visualize, what does that person's life look like? If you want to do a million dollars in sales this year, what is that per who the person who's doing a million dollars, what kind of visualization does she have or he have? What kind of life do they think about? Right? So, and then write it out. Like what you write, you invite. What you write, you invite. Joseph McClendon taught me that. Sorry, Joseph McClendon III. But visualization and writing it out, those are the two most basic, easy, free effing things. If you're listening to this podcast, you've got an iPhone or an Android or a laptop or a something. That means 
You can do these things. You can get on YouTube. I actually today made a video. It's only four and a half minutes long, but I'm going to post it on, on YouTube of a little visualization, um, you know, put to music. Visualize, spend time in that frequency. Think about what do the people that I, when I'm looking out there and I'm thinking, oh, blah, 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 look at Martha and her fucking life. Well, what does Martha do? What does, what kind of media does Martha consume? What kind of books does she read? Are you reading? Are you reading on a daily basis? Do I read every single day? No, I'd be lying if I said I did, but I do read many days out of the week. And it's maybe it's two pages. Like I said, I'm reading The Richest Man in Babylon right now. It's taking me a minute. I, but I'm really loving this book. Like it's the way that he talks about saving, the way that he talks about spending, the thermostat, all it's like, it's an incredible book. But I want you to really take to heart, like these things are not complicated. We make them complicated. We make it sound like it's the hardest thing in the world to do, but it's not. Just start doing three things. So number one, visualization. Number two, writing in a journal. Number three, read something. 10 pages a day. That's something that's not on your phone, not clickbait, not bullshit. Something you intentionally go and look for to read. I recommend The Richest Man in Babylon to start with. Start there. Like, start there. So in the end, my frequency is totally changed. My thermostat is increased a lot. And guess what? All of a sudden, because remember, I'm a generator and a responder according to my human design and responders, we need to respond. So I've relaxed. I'm not going after things. I'm just letting things come to me and lo and behold, they're coming to me left, right and center. I have opportunities. So I want you to just remember that, like do your human design. If you've not done it, I've talked about it on the show many times. It's so awesome. I friggin' love it. But like, stop. The thing that freaks me out, there's not a lot that rattles me, but one of the things that rattles me the most is when I think about like, when I'm at the end of my life, am I going to look back and be like, I completely went after it. And if the answer is no, then that freaks me out. And so I continue to go after it. Like, you know, last night I had an opportunity to go out and play cards with my girlfriends who I adore and I love the game. It's Euchre. I just learned how to play it. I'm still crappy at it, but I fucking love it. Would I have loved to go and spend time with my girlfriends and play Euchre? For sure. But I know if I went, I'd be up late. Today would have been a write-off. I may have had a drink or two because dry January's over. I would have felt like garbage today. I got up at 8. I was at my computer by 8.20. Like I'm willing to make these sacrifices to get, to raise my vibration, like including my physical vibration. So it's like, these are not, not everyone's going to do that. And not everyone's going to win at the same level that you're winning, but it's important that you actually sit and get honest about the kind of life that you want and then do the things that you know you need to do um, to get there. And they're not complicated, I promise you. But my vibration's different. Me making the choice to stay in last night, that's a huge shift for me. Like, it just is a big deal that I just made the decision to not go. Because I get FOMO all the time, right? But, like, if I look back, if even if I look two days ahead and I go, well, like, even actually, fuck two days, this morning, was I thinking, oh, man, I wish I'd gone? No, I was thinking, God, I'm glad I didn't. And I don't want to, my, you know, the fear of regret is massive for me. I don't, so my fear of regret is larger than my FOMO. I don't, I used to live by the FOMO thing 
until I started to realize like my fear of regret is much bigger than my fear of missing out. So I'm not regretting not going last night. I'm happy they got together. I'm happy they had a good time. But for me personally, I won because I didn't go. And that's a different in difference in my thermostat. Because my thermostat's higher now since last year, it's like, okay, so if me go, because by the way, I went out Friday night and did exactly that. I had a couple of drinks. We stayed and played till four o'clock in the friggin' morning. Won some games, lost some games, but I was so tired yesterday. So yesterday I did stuff. I'm just gonna have a sip of my water. Yesterday I did some things, but I didn't feel great. Today I feel fine. But my thermostat is higher now, and that is showing in my habits and my behavior. So ladies, just get really honest about where you're at because lying to yourself is the dumbest freaking thing you could do. I was honest with myself. If I go out tonight, I'm going to be fucking tired on Sunday. I'm probably going to lay in bed watching Harry Potter, whatever, whatever. I could have said, yeah, but I deserve it. I was, you know, I didn't go out all week or whatever combination of bullshit I was going to tell myself. But I was honest. Honestly, Kara, if you go out tonight, you're going to be a fucking write-off for half or more of the day tomorrow. So you're talking about you want to raise your thermostat? Biatch, you can't go out tonight. And that's okay. But you've got to get honest. So now that my frequency is higher, now that my thermostat is higher because I know what I want to accomplish this year, I it was easy to make that choice. So I hope that was helpful. Um, honestly, like if if there's other content that you want me to talk about, let me know. I mean, I you know I'll riff on anything basically. But I hope you have an amazing week, and I will see you and hear you on the next or talk to you on the next episode. I love you. We'll talk to you soon. Bye.